Hello and welcome to the Hespect MMA podcast, where we cover MMA's hottest headlines, fight card bouts, fighter drama, discuss fight predictions, media giants, and basically all things MMA related. Made by fans, for the fans. This is your host, Hespectful Keith, and I'd love for you to come and join me here, often visited by special guest and best friend of mine, codenamed Throblow as we share our memories, takes, and opinions on the frequently changing landscape that is MMA. Now, without further ado, let's MMA and chill. There we oh, go. so we didn't get my UFC. Did you, did you hear my no. UFC <laughs> My John Anderson? I heard it. Uh, <laughs> Oh, did you hear it? Yeah, I heard it. I don't know what was going on. I, I couldn't get him in and stuff. I, I had to reconnect. And, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll eventually get that John Anik intro down, and uh, one day we'll just enter the chat with the little ro- robot guy. Yeah. yeah and I'll, I'll drop <laughs> a good intro. Good shit, good shit. No, uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty smooth when you came in there. We didn't get it, though. Didn't record it. Uh, it's all good. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, how was your weekend, bro? That was pretty good. The restrictions here lifted. So we actually had uh, me, Dennis, and Alex went to my dad's place and watched it in the garage. Because it was like plus 27 out all night. Oh, uh, yeah. Man, I uh, I can't believe it, but uh, I gotta, gotta let everybody know. Um, In case you don't. I, I did fall asleep <laughs> during the card. <laughs> Shame. After yeah, after Paul Craig uh, broke Jamal Hill's har- arm, I don't know. I just just passed out, man. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> yeah, that that was just. Re- I mean, like yeah, you you always finish the fight, and you know, I don't know. I I was a little cringe at how long he held it and that he kept going. Because you know it's broken. You know he's... Even if you let go, even if you let him stand up before the ref stops it, the doctor's going to stop at any second. It's not like they're going to let him keep fighting, right? I mean, the fact that he stretched it two, three times in a few more directions just seems excessive. Yeah, and his the Hill's arm was already flailing around. Like, Dana was criticizing the ref. He was calling him uh, the Arizona Mazzagatti. <laughs> Oh, that's dirty. Dirty Dana. <laughs> but yeah, it already looked so bad and he didn't stop the fight. Like, you could tell he broke his arm already. It was like a noodle. Yeah, I mean, the toughness of some of those fighters, man, it's just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, let's pull back for a second, though, uh, and talk about uh, Clarissa Shields, because we were supposed to talk about her in the last episode, but... You know, hashtag yeah. dad life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So close to Yeah, did you get to yeah, did you get to see her performance? Uh, I saw the replay, didn't see it live though. It was yeah. uh what you'd expect from a boxer making their cross, right? Mm-hmm. hmm I think uh Ego got to her a little bit and she she welcomed uh grappling even though you know, she could she could have uh, tried to make it, you know, be in her strength, which is standing up, obviously. Yeah. Because when it was there, she was obviously uh, hitting her. 
But no, she she's good. Uh, I saw the highlights. She escaped an armbar, um, and her opponent, oh, what, Brittany Elkins or something, Brittany something. Yeah, something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, she's trying to get a, a triangle, but from the mount, but couldn't secure it. And yeah, Clar- Clarissa eventually turned it on her, and uh, yeah, TKO'd her. So pretty good, man. Yeah, she had yeah, to I show mean, her champion heart. Like, unfortunately, well, yeah. I don't know. Like, obviously, it's I mean, rough, she, and she admits it. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, even though it probably didn't go as planned, it uh, it wasn't a bad debut. I mean, she showed that she's been training the grappling. Right? She got mm-hmm. caught and stuck and whatever, but overall, she did very well. She finished yeah. it and everything. Yeah, she escaped. That was good. She survived. She escaped in the proper positions. It reminded, reminds me of someone trying to get a little bit ahead of themselves. Like, uh, not long ago when Derek Lewis tried to take down Alexei Olenek in the first round. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why anyone would try to take that guy down, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That dude that's, is 43 uh, and he's still one of the most dangerous men on the planet. <laughs> yeah, it's like trying to tie up Damian Maya, right? <laughs> you don't do that. That's yeah. that's why uh, the Muhammad, or was it Muhammad? No, it was... Uh, wasn't uh, Dariush? No, not Dariush. Goddamn, I'm drawing a blank here. Who just fought Maya? Oh yeah, it was Muhammad. It was okay. Yeah, that's yeah. why. That's why that one wasn't exciting. <laughs> you just can't let him hug you, man. These guys, uh, it's not they're not pro hug, man. Just be anti hug with them. <laughs> yeah, all you gotta do, just you know, social distancing, maintain that uh, that breathing distance. Um, Clarissa, though, did you ever watch any of her boxing uh, film? Uh, yeah, I did a little bit of research here and there. She actually got rushed uh, to the title picture very early. She won a gold oh, yeah. medal at 17 and then again at 21. And oh, then gosh. after that, I think uh, her first handful of fights, maybe fourth fight, was a champion fight. And then from oh, there okay. all the way to maybe 13 or whatever it is she made it to, it was just like, okay, a defense and then another belt and then a defense and then another promotion and then another <laughs> weight class and then another promotion. And it was just like yeah. nonstop, uh, nonstop title fights. And some of her opposition was like maybe 15 to 20 and oh, in different yeah. countries around the world. And she beat him. Yeah. I mean, I saw two of her fights. One of them was her more recent one. I think she was like 25 and oh before their fight. And you know it's just uh, strength and speed, right? It's a lot of that, a lot of technique, right? Mm-hmm. I'm very much yeah, looking she's forward got... to seeing what she does. PFL's not tonight, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just Donald trying to find. Uh, yeah. I was trying to find the plug. I don't know if you got one, but text it to me because uh, I'm, I'm all out of luck here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Uh, when does this start? Do you know? Maybe it didn't. It's on uh, right now. It's on right now. Well, the oh, prelims. Um, but the main card, I think, is at 9. Yeah. Okay. Main card's at 9. So we'll be off before then, and I'll be I'll be desperately going around trying to find some kind of plug. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, you got that stuff, man? <laughs> <laughs> you got any more yeah, of them UFCs? <laughs> I'm picturing the, <laughs> yeah. the John Doe slash Dave Chappelle guy. <laughs> Holy fuck. Um, but I yeah, uh, that, uh, 
Well, I got that poster with all the champions on it, and I want to print oh, out yeah. that uh, Dave Chappelle face and put it on John Jones's head. Like, it's a little <laughs> tiny, like, one by two centimeter picture of his head and yeah, just put yeah. it on there and see who, if anyone notices. Yeah, just try to make it blend in, but see if anyone notices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. That's good shit. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that uh, I, I watched highlights of her, and yeah, she's got a good hat speed, man. Good combinations. Like, and she's got good head movement, too. But you, you, you can see her, you see her, she doesn't mind to, uh, taking a punch to give one back. Uh, I don't know if that's going to translate into MMA, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. It's interesting. Yeah. You know, she, yeah uh, another... she showed out tonight, or uh, the yeah. night. <laughs> another interesting thing I uh, heard uh, in one of the interviews... I think it was either MMA fighting or MMA uh, uh, drawing another blank. What's the other one? MMA fighting and MMA junkies. One of those two. Mm-hmm. But uh, they, they did an interview with her. Maybe it was, it doesn't matter who. Uh, and she said, uh, sorry to all the boxers out there, but MMA training is harder than boxing training. Uh, <laughs> I guess I it's like I the full body and you're dealing with leg kicks. Yeah, 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 something like yeah. that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was just a clip that they put on uh, the post, but you know, it's a very interesting point it's from someone who's, you know, been in the boxing scene since a teenager. Yeah, I like how hum- humbled she is. Like she's, uh, she said that you know she's far off. You know, just because I'm the greatest boxer doesn't mean I'm the greatest MMA fighter. I'm a long way from that. And uh, yeah, it's good. I, I like her humble yeah. nature, and uh, yeah, just uh, I'm cheering for her. I like it. Yeah, I think uh, I think all of our long time. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Okay, we're good. Uh, Am I good? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you said what? Twenty-seven. Nope. Uh, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, she's twenty-six right now, according to Wikipedia. Oh, probably a bit of a yeah. sound like yeah, going good. on right there. Here, let me uh quickly. Just yeah, I think there's a bit here. of a delay. It sounds like. Yo yo yo. Yeah, I can hear you. There you go. That's a bit uh, faster there. All right. Okay, cool. Nope. Welcome back, everybody. Some technical issues there. <laughs> yeah, we were saying yeah, 26 uh, years old. We were old. saying, though, the age of Clarissa Shields. My goodness. Okay. Well, there's there's a lot to go. Yeah. Oh, Last my gosh. She's got... Was, uh... <laughs> She's almost like the Cejudo of uh, women's MMA. She might be a, a yeah. combination of the Cejudo and Holly Holm, right? The gold medal Olympian and uh, the champion boxer. Yeah, that's crazy. Over. I mean, she's already a double C. Mm-hmm. She can win a division or like multi-promotion or more than one, something like that. Yeah. I mean, she could go for the first ever quadruple C. That would be insane. I mean, obviously, <laughs> we're getting way ahead of ourselves right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. I think there was um It's fun though. It's fun to speculate because when you speculate that far, you know the fall is that much greater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I saw a headline of her talking about Amanda Nunes, but I didn't even entertain it. I was like, you know what, that's a far away. No. Like they're not even near yeah. each other, so this is just you know just for clickbait. It's just her saying some stuff that because someone asked her about it. And then, and then Nunes yeah. is going to... Uh, 
It was more than a question. Be like, well, well, well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Amanda Nunes had maybe one or two fights left, I think. Three, maybe. And she's three, four times that from challenging him here. Yeah, I, I don't see anyone taking her out. She's just, you know, collect a couple more paychecks, wreak, wreak a little more violence. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only threat I see is GDR. Yeah, yeah. She she was getting the better of her in the stand-up. Yeah, I mean, home is probably just as clean a striker, but the power that GDR has, right? It definitely has an impact to it. Mm -hmm. More than home. Stingers. Just got stingers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's not like full body power. It's just like it's like a whip, just whoosh, yeah. and then you're like, "Whoa, what the fuck was that?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Good shit. Yeah, she's uh she's super yeah. uh technical, and uh, her grappling is coming along. We'll see. We'll see if she has if if they rematch again. Well, I hope I hope they do. Uh, but we'll see if GDR can offer any more threats uh, compared to the last time. Yeah, I mean, even if uh, maybe Amanda Nunes loses to GDR, mm -hmm. even if she retires after that without coming back to finish the trilogy, there, there's no mistaking who the greatest of all time is, right? Yeah, for sure. There's nothing that can take away from what's happened already. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it would just mean that GDR may be that opponent that had her number. You know, and... Uh... She's, yeah. I think she's pretty advanced in her age too. So I mean, I don't, I wouldn't see her, you know, maybe a few title fights, uh, defenses, and then she's out too. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a new age. I mean, that 125 division opened up, mm -hmm. and since then there are so many people fighting to it, mostly from the 115, the people who was were cutting too much. Yeah, yeah. That was a good division to open up. Yeah, I think. The UFC should start uh, opening up more flyweight, or not flyweight, sorry, featherweight fights. Not even title fights. Like, just avoid crowning a major champion or, like, focusing on that. Just have fights in the division. I you know, know. Build a division. Build the interest. You know, it'll, it'll add to the names that could come from other promotions or, you know, up-and-coming stars. Have they even updated the, rank the rankings for there yet? I don't think they did. Let's see here. Uh, I'm looking at it right now, and the only thing it says is Amanda. <laughs> yeah, man, they gotta they gotta bolster that roster. I mean, it would only uh, yeah. help Amanda shine more, you know, if she continues to dominate. But uh, we need to, we need to know we need to know her opponents. We need we need more more of a storyline. We need we need to know. It's confusing. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, they uh, they got to start doing things uh, to bolster that division because there's a huge market for it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, look at the men's division. Some of the favorite ones are the higher level ones where they have more power, more weight to throw around and get those big knockouts, mm -hmm. right? Another 10 pounds is a whole new world. I mean, it's crazy. I can't believe they haven't done it yet. Yeah, they really need to get moving with that. Um, I, I was uh, going back to Clarissa. So I was looking into her opponent, Brittany Elkin, and uh, her her record's actually 
So like three wins, six losses. Okay. Yeah, so she was on a three fight losing streak. Well, I mean, streak. it's a debut. I mean, yeah, it, I think it was necessary. The hype and everything, you know, but... because of what she went through. Maybe, maybe she really did need that kind of opponent. So, with all due respect to Brittany, yeah, Alton. I mean, like they accepted the fight, right? It was offered. Obviously, they accepted. They they knew the opposition. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's already nine fights into her career, ten at this point. She's definitely got the experience, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what they were going for. Like we want an opponent that uh, knows what to expect and what to do. Yeah. That way they get the toughest challenge. Yeah. I don't know, but in terms of like, if you were in the PFL staff, was this a discussion for Clar- Clarissa, or were they just just trying to build her up? Or did they did they know? Did they think that uh, uh she would even be threatened like she was? Yeah, that's that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. It could very easily go, you know, this was the fight they offered and, sh- you know, her camp said yes, or it could go the way you described, right? I don't know. <laughs> that's a tough one. Definitely. I'm getting all Eddie Bravo with it. <laughs> got to look into it, man. <laughs> <laughs> the only Bravo I know is Johnny. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> what now? I miss that guy, man. Those are fucking fun times. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I bring them up is because uh, me and Al- uh, Alex have been playing Left 4 Dead lately, and right. we have this mod where uh, the tank is Johnny Bravo. Nice, yeah. but it, it it still physically looks exactly like the tank. Yeah. He's just wearing a super tight T-shirt and jeans, and he's got the hairdo. <laughs> and every time he uh, he talks, he says Johnny Bravo stuff. So like he picks up a rock, he's like, Ugh. like "Oh, check the pecs." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I remember that. Yeah, I've seen uh, YouTube clips of that. <laughs> good yeah, shit. Good shit. It's awesome. Yeah. So, um, have you ever? Uh, well, we've discussed it, but what do you think about that Hasbulla character that has uh, blown up due to uh, association with Khabib? <laughs> uh, I didn't know it was some kind of medical thing. I thought it was yeah. what is it? Some sort of horse grow yeah. h- hormone growth deficiency. Yeah, yeah, but even he—he's like he doesn't uh, consider himself handy. Yeah, I. Well, no, no. I think uh, after finding that out, it definitely put it in a different perspective, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he's enjoying the the uh, the attention, right? I don't, I don't know what's going on in his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of it is apparently that guy that he he's like in the clips with sometimes, like the one he punches. That's like his promoter or something. Oh, the other guy who seems to have a similar condition. Uh, no, the big guy, the guy that's with uh Hasbula all the time. Okay. He was the one that refed them. Oh, I've only seen the clips. So I haven't really looked. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. I'd uh, do your thing, man. If there's some drama to be there, I don't know anything about it yet. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> there's like, like a it definitely is weird. He's got a little army of like Hasbulas and 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 friends like promoted right. He's actually buff 
and he's like has Bulu's size, but yeah, he's he's got like an adult face, and he's has Bulu's size, and he's buff, man. He got like pecs and abs and biceps. Like, what's going on yeah, here? Yeah, I don't even know how to feel about <laughs> yeah. that. I, I, I literally know nothing about the condition, right? So, yeah, I'm gonna Google. Well, people are loving it all night. <laughs> Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, have you, you? Did you? Did you <laughs> watch? My mind is boggling right now. Uh. What's up? Because yeah. <laughs> he seems like a kid, right? And you know what? Even though he's like eighteen. Yeah. Still kind of adorable. I guess so, man. <laughs> With all due respect. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you watch Bellator two sixty though? I think. Uh. Lima, right? Lost I watched the main two. event. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How did it look, man? I looked. Uh, basically, uh, what you would uh, expect him to lose. Yeah. Like the fashion he lost, just versus a wrestler, right? They just did. They just control yeah, him. It was basically top. like uh, he was. He, yeah, he was he was quick, you know. He he had good uh, movement and everything. Lima, I mean. Yeah. But I mean, every time he got in, he got him down basically. And whenever he got him down, it wasn't exciting, but it was one-sided. Yeah. Freaking Lima, man! You gotta figure that ground stuff out. Didn't he have like some similar trouble with yeah, Rory I know. I mean, before he... the rematch? Yeah, yeah, I remember in the first fight he uh he got his leg Rory got his leg kicked to oblivion, right? It was yeah. one of the grossest legs you've ever seen. He looked like he had a second shin bone growing out of his shin. <laughs> Fuck yeah. He's and balding. then he ended up just uh, you know, using his grappling experience and after that, you know, he he didn't let it happen twice. Mm-hmm. Oh hey. Yeah, I I don't know what I'll do. Um, you heard about Overy? Oh, what's up? Oh, Glory? Yeah, man. Sorry, is it is the audio? Uh, does it seem late again? Yeah, I just realized it seems. It seems like yeah, just recently, like last maybe thirty seconds, there's a delay here. I'll try to rejoin really quick. Okay. Okay, there we go. Can you? Hello, hello. Oh, sounds kind of boxy. Oh, man. Okay. Is, uh, is that a little better? Uh, no. Hold on, one second. Oh, there you go, there you go. Okay, okay, we're good now? That was better? Uh, bounce back. Bounce back. Oh man. Okay. Let's let's, <laughs> let's figure this out. It seems like there's still a delay. Okay. Uh, beep. Marco. Beep. Paulo. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Marco. I'm pretty sure I said it immediately after. Let's do it again. Marco. Polo. Marco. Marco. Polo. 
Polo. Damn that. There's a delay. <laughs> okay, one sec. Let me rejoin. Okay. Okay, now I can't hear you now. Okay. Hello, hello? Hello, hello? Hello, hello? I hear you now. Okay. Alright. What the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. What was the last thing anyone said? Oh, uh, Lima. And then going on to uh, Asimov, who he's fighting next, I think I was going to ask. Mm -hmm. Oh, who's Amosov fighting next? Amosov, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Did he call anyone out? No, not as far as I'm aware. Oh, shit. I mean, do they rematch Lima or do they take Paige? Because Paige fought five times since uh, he lost. Ooh, I like that. I didn't contest his grappling against uh, these goddamn Sambo bros, man. They're just. They're coming over, man. Yeah. <laughs> they're taking they're over. They're dominating, man. <laughs> That's crazy now. Even though Connor announced it for the Irish, it feels like it's, it's these Sambo guys, man. <laughs> Yeah, I remember seeing a post about one of uh, one of uh, Khabib's cousins or friends or something like that deciding to go to Bellator. Yeah, and they asked him like, "Why? Why? Why wouldn't you go to uh, UFC?" He's like, "No, no, we're we're just opening up. We're just getting to the rest of the world. We need to branch out. We need to show them that we can do this in every anywhere, everywhere." Oh my goodness, that is scary. <laughs> yeah, I mean PFL. I mean, the MMA UFC, world must be Bellator. scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like, God damn, how do we? This is like GSP, but like six of them. I know. <laughs> they're all coming from the mountains, man. They're all coming out of the mountains. <laughs> how long have these guys been here? God damn it. This is all <laughs> I know. <laughs> they're conquering the world. <laughs> Holy fuck, man. We'll see how it. Let's give it another five years. Let's see where it is then. Take away all the weapons on the planet. And have like a last man standing competition. There's like a good chance that he's Russian. Oh god, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Putin's gonna be like, I knew, I knew this was the best thing, the best thing to do. Holy <laughs> 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 oh, fuck! Goddamn! <laughs> Goddamn, man! Now I'm gonna have like three different links to download. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all good. Goddamn. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was I was trying to mention the uh, Alistair Overeem. Yeah, he's headed for Glory Kickboxing. I don't know what, considering what he's been going through. How do you feel? I don't know. I don't know. I feel uh, you know, technically he's still as good as ever, better actually. But you know, the mind wants things that the body just can't do anymore. He's like forty-four years old. There's no denying that his his prime is gone. Would you think he would try to go down to like light heavy, or is he gonna stay at heavyweight, man? Like, have you heard of Rico Verhoeven? No it sounds familiar. I'm sure if I looked it up, I'd uh, be familiar. But I just, I just don't know, man. It just seems like, I mean, maybe he made some bad investments and he has to keep fighting for the sake of making money. But I mean, it doesn't seem like that. He's a really smart guy. Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe he just loves to fight. But, man, I guess if he stays yeah, articulate he... enough, 
Yeah, I mean, if if he definitely sticks to a plan or, you know, is intelligent. I mean, a lot of the, his recent fights that are losses, you know, he's he's winning right until he's not. You know, he, he executes a plan <laughs> and he follows it. He's calm and composed in the cage. Mm -hmm. I know, I just really uh, felt bad for him for that uh, Volkov one, man. That one was tough to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. God damn. He basically just jabbed him and once he had him hurt, oh, the the shots on the ground and stuff. It's just it's hard seeing him finish. Uh, uh and a lot of the times he's been finished lately. Yeah, like the uppercut from hell. I mean <laughs> that one man, that was painful. You could feel it for him. Yeah, I mean, I literally... You know, as, he, as he gets hit with it? My neck hurt when I woke up the next day, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Holy fuck. Alright, so... Going back to uh, UFC 263 there. Um, well, Muhammad, Damon Maya, you said what it was. I thought Maya would pull it off. Uh, didn't pull it off. <laughs> so, you got that one there. No. Uh... After that, Leon, uh, obviously I was past, uh, how, how did Leon Edwards do against Nate Diaz? I know Nate got him in the end, you know, that's the most shared highlight of the night, unfortunately for Leon again. Yeah. He just, he just seems to be on the wrong end of every situation. Yeah, it's literally just like a publicity thing. You know, Leon Edwards, you know, dominated 24 minutes of that fight. And if anyone in the world, aside from Leon Edwards, put on that kind of performance against Nate Diaz, people will be screaming his name from the top of the rooftops, right? Saying he's the next mm -hmm. best thing since sliced bread or whatever the best thing is, right? <laughs> but, yeah. you know, he's Leon Edwards, so people talk about the last minute. And they're looking at, oh, what's Nate Diaz's next fight? Blah, 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 as if Leon Edwards... Is it nine wins and one draw, or whatever it was? No. Even uh, I'm... Dana, he's like, he's like, Colby's still gonna get the shot, and now everyone's like, Jorge and uh, Leon should fight. So they're just dicking him around, man. You know, that is, and I think, absolutely. yeah, yeah, I, I think Leon can do it, but man, that's another dangerous fight, and it's like. They're treating them like Jacare, like they did Tony and all these guys who are on long winning streaks and you know, they I deserve a title shot, but then politics get in the way. I mean, everyone's seen the quotes or whatever that uh, Nate Diaz told uh, Leon Edwards, you know, don't let these people tell you you ain't shit. You gotta name your price mm -hmm. or they'll name it for you. I think this yeah. is where, you know, Leon Edwards decides to put a foot down and say, you know, either I'm getting the title shot or not. You know, if, if you want to release me or postpone my career, you know, I, I'll get released and go somewhere else. If I'd have no issues at all with Leon Edwards being the new face of Bellator welterweight, right? Or at least a new challenger. I think he'd do really well yeah. there. Same, same. I mean, Andy'd be making bank. I mean, there's no way Scott Coker wouldn't come in there and be like, yeah, you're on a nine-fight win streak in the UFC. What, uh, 11 of your last 12? With the only uh, loss being the champion? You know, you're definitely going to make some money. You're going to get top-level fights. You're going to be treated properly in Bellator. I think uh, UFC yeah. and Dana are playing a dangerous game with Leon. Yeah, I don't know, man. 
it just sucks. It's it's so bad to see Leon receiving the kind of attention that he receives. Like it's it's a lot of bad and negative attention. Yeah, yeah, it uh it definitely is. And I mean if you uh if you look at the uh the the money people made, like the the salary payouts mm-hmm. on uh how much money people made, you would not believe what uh Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz made for that fight. Nate Diaz oh, made one point one million and Leon Edwards made a hundred and ninety thousand. Damn. Yeah. 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 I mean that is Boy, just Leon, rid- I mean Diaz is a superstar, obviously, but yeah. you know, have a dominant five round decision, forty five fifties across the board, and get twenty percent less than less than twenty percent, like sixteen percent of what he makes. Yeah, that is unbelievable. That's crazy. I don't even know because it takes two to tango, man. It's, it's yeah, so weird. I mean, really weird. And one thing I don't like about the UFC and Dana, and this is long standing, is that. After, you know, whatever Paul it was uh, brought up the UFC payment and it was the big thing to talk about, people... Mm-hmm. And then Costa ca- came up, right? He canceled his fight with uh, Brunson or Anderson or something like that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he... Uh, Dana White's response was, you know, after your last performance, why are you asking for money now, right? You should put it on a good performance. And Dana White's standard of good is throwing caution to the wind and just hands all day, right? So he's almost yeah, he's almost indirectly thing. telling fighters you have to endanger your mind and body just to get a payday around here. It's stupid. Like he wants them to be aggressive. Yeah. yeah, and it's and like, like it's kind of the wrong way to do it. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the wrong way. I mean. They could easily pay everyone a massive livable wage, right? I mean, some fighters walk away with $20,000 in their pocket. And I mean, you pay taxes, you pay your camp and your coaches and all this and that and your, your fees you've been putting off and whatever. You, you might go home with like less than half that, seven, eight, nine thousand $9,000 in your pocket for yeah, I think... half a year's worth of work. Yeah. I think one women's fighter once posted like her bank account just... Being a, was it? It was either negative or like there's twenty three dollars in it. Yeah, I remember seeing uh, something like that too. It's 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 crazy. Oh man, your mic is cutting out. The chat, maybe. I'm getting like hissed and it's, feedback. It's tough being a UFC fighter. Just like, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the biggest promotion, and yeah. Ah, damn. What the hell? I can't hear anything. Oh, I I still can't hear. God damn, what the hell? Yeah, let me try.
Yo, yo, yo. Okay, there we go. What's the last thing you heard? Uh, the last thing... I didn't actually hear anything. I said uh, the last thing I said about how ridiculous the fighter pay was, and then as soon as you started talking was when the it cut out. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, just having connection issues. If anybody wants to know, I'm coming live to you from the laundry room. <laughs> I to move yeah. out here. It's too loud for my son. He needs to sleep. <laughs> no. Sitting beside the dryer, in between the dryer and a, a big-ass freezer. That's life, freezer man. Right That's now. life. It's not always uh, five-star accommodations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. Do it. not the, the <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. They don't eat it, man. Just, just love talking the fights. <laughs> no, I, I was trying to say, uh, yeah, it's 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 crazy that uh, like when the Venom deal came in, everyone was so excited. You know, everyone's gonna make more money. Holy shit, here we go! And the the pay raise was like just a hundred dollars here, two hundred dollars there. It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah, like it didn't even do anything. I mean, you're basically just adjusting for what five years worth of inflation. <laughs> Ugh, it's terrible. Yeah, I mean... And then they have to find sponsors on their own, on their own social media networks. They can't have money on their shorts like they can at Bellator or something. Yeah, and I mean, even PFL, they let them have two sponsors specifically on specific spots just so that they can bring in their own personal money, but at the same time, it keeps it looking professional, right? You can't just slap 30 mm. sponsors on every inch of your shorts. Yeah. It's pretty whack, man. It's they shouldn't monopolize like that, man. It's like it's the no. fighter. They're they're their own product. Like don't yeah, label exactly, them. It's man. it's so weird. It's such a weird premise. Yeah, I mean the shorts, the gloves, the the payouts, there is there is no shortage of ridiculousness with the UFC's pay model. But the thing is, they are legitimately the highest skill level of competition, right? When it, no one talks yeah. about a former one fighter or a former Bellator fighter coming to the UFC the way they do, you know, a UFC fighter. It could be a, a fighter that's like 12 and 9, but he has five fights mm -hmm. in the UFC going over to PFL, and they're like, what is he going to do next? What's going to happen with this? He's a former <laughs> UFC fighter. <laughs> it's so true, man. They really, like, they, they monopolized the game in the beginning, and they, they made themselves the premier place. And now it's like even with these other uh, organizations doing all this fire, they just they prop themselves up so high, and it's just like sometimes it overshadows things and it works negatively. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? It's, I mean, it's gonna catch up to them eventually. I mean, lately their pay per view numbers without Connor being on every other card or Diaz, right? John. Jones was never the draw he thought he was. Andy's inactive as one of their bigger draws. I mean, yeah. it, their, their pay-per-view numbers are falling, and they have to notice. And they mm -hmm. eventually, they'll, they'll either double down on what they've been doing, or they'll change and you know, actually be about the fighter. There's only two ways it can eventually go. And you know, eventually, people are just going to stop paying for pay-per-views altogether. They're going to stop watching the fights live. You know, it's... It, they're going to lose too many fighters. They're going to lose the best talent. Mm -hmm. People are going to realize, I think, eventually. Yeah. Eventually. I mean, a lot of those big numbers <laughs> come from 
you know, people just wanting to see the big names. But I mean, I have to imagine the people who don't pay for pay per views are probably the most diehard fads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I remember seeing a tweet about like, uh, it did the math of like UFC pay per views and paying for a UFC subscription month to month. And it was like something over, I don't know if it was four or five, five digits. It might have been five digits. And the comment was like, it's hard to be an MMA fan. No, I think it was four digits, but yeah, man, it's expensive. Yeah, let's let's it's expensive. see that. UFC pay-per-views are $65 a month. They usually have one a month, so mm -hmm. times that by 12. And then you're paying nine ninety nine a month for Fight Pass, right? Mm -hmm. So that's another 120 yeah. bucks. Right, right yeah. now that's uh, that's nine hundred dollars just for a pay per view a month and the monthly fee, nine hundred a year. Jeez I imagine there's some Christ. other fees and everything, taxes. Right, I just put those. Yeah, they were saying merchandise or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like buying this and that. I mean, on average, you're like uh, whenever I watch a pay per view, usually it's with uh, the guys, right? And we make a big thing about it. We'll order pizza, forty bucks. We'll buy beer which is like at least 80 bucks or something like that right mm -hmm. we'll do all these different things and you know the the nightly expense is like regularly between two three hundred dollars for between all of us you nice. know multiply that <laughs> by 12 13 times a year yeah i know i know uh, yeah, it's all about pitching in boys any yeah, young ones exactly are listening to this it's all about pitching on <laughs> Yeah, those, those people, nights, if you ever go to one of those nights, it's not, it's not cheap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. Good shit, man. Um, so, Brandon Moreno, yeah. He submits uh, Davison Figueredo in the co-main. Oh, yeah. That's that pretty was a crazy. Yeah, I mean... How'd you guys feel about that one? I, I, I did not see that at all. At the face-off? <sighs> um... I just didn't see Moreno like having an avenue to victory against uh, the beast that Figueroa was. I uh, I I think I I started uh, leaning towards Moreno towards the end. Once uh, Figueroa mm -hmm. needed all the time he had, literally like a minute left to make his weight. Mm -hmm. I saw and his history of ha having weight issues. I saw that yeah. as a bit of a flag, and then at the same yeah. time. Maybe that dehydration frustrated him, and that's why he pushed Moreno at the the stare down for no reason. Yeah, it, politically speaking, it wasn't in Figueroa's favor. He's he was acting a bit, a bit too yeah. aggressive. Yeah, I, I thought maybe Moreno was just in a better place. I still didn't know who to give it to. Right. Mm -hmm. I I think I had it split for Figgy. Oh yeah, Based on the I coin think top. that's what your uh, prediction was. Yeah, <laughs> but who knew, man? Uh, yeah, I, I read about it, and it seemed like Figueroa wasn't there, and that Moreno was just on point. Yeah, um, sometimes they show up, sometimes they don't. Mm -hmm. So I read something that said Figueroa actually weighs about one sixty one, one sixty five. And then he, in, during camp, he tries to go to about 145 or something. And then he cuts. Something ridiculous like that. Why? 
I mean, go to 135, man. That yeah, is bro. <laughs> that's almost that's like that. a third of your body weight. Yeah, yeah. It said uh, he cuts literally like about 20% of his body weight, which is like, it's just it's just not smart. Yeah. Over 20%, something like that. I mean, right now, smart. right now, I can't imagine people are cutting more than 10%. Maybe 15 mm-hmm. on the absolute high end because... I mean, someone who fights at 170, those, those guys don't look like they're walking in at 185, 190. They look like they're about 170, <laughs> no, 180, right? Give or take, yeah, maybe yeah. 185. Some of them, some of them pretty close to 190, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like I remember pre-IV ban, Khabib used to say, or in an interview I heard, was that he would cut 30, 35 pounds and walk into the cage at 190. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, those IVs were fantastic yeah. for fighters like Khabib or Aldo. You just replenish and you just you're just built and like a truck once you come in there. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's I mean to to cut that much weight nowadays is just unbelievable. There's no way he was at 100%. I'd love to see him move yeah, up. New... Right? Because he won the belt and defended yeah. it, right? So he could yeah, he could yeah. definitely make a legacy for himself. Yeah, some people are like, you know, maybe he doesn't even need the trilogy. Even Moreno's like, you know, I, I beat him pretty, pretty handily. So he's he's looking at other fights right now. Yeah, I think I think it's a good time for Figueroa. You know, he he helped keep the division division alive. Yeah. You know, he he knocked the hell out of a lot of people. Uh, but now you know you don't have to kill yourself. Uh, some someone's taking the mantle. You, yeah. you can take the mantle at one thirty-five. Yeah, I mean, a lot. Henry Cejudo was all about being the one who saved the division. And he definitely, you know, kind of mm-hmm. was a part of it. But I think uh, Figueredo did a lot more for the division. And the beef with uh, Moreno definitely was uh, like a torch passing from Mighty Mouse to Cejudo to Figgy. Now Moreno has like a strong path to mm-hmm. retain the title. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have a good lineage there, and it's it's going to stay alive now. Yeah, that's exactly like how after Ronda lost, right? It immediately went to home, which immediately mm-hmm. went to Misha, which immediately went to Amanda, and now Amanda has it. Maybe Moreno will have it for a while. Yeah, and like with, with Amanda, things can't be better. Like, it's just... The women's division, especially the championship fight, any fight Amanda's in, you know you gotta be excited. It's it's gonna be fucking fireworks with Amanda. Yeah, yeah, it's good yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean her last few fights, she's gone a very intelligent route, and you have to do that as champion, right? Mm-hmm. People expect you to come in and throw sledgehammers. You know, you, you <laughs> change it up and grapple the hell out of them. They're gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just part of the game. Yeah. Um, moving on to the main though, Izzy Adesanya. Yeah, pulls out the UD against Martin Vittori. Oh yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, okay, quick.
Okay, I'm good. Yeah, what's up? Yo, yo. Can you hear me? All right. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Oh, okay. Okay. Nice, nice. Yeah, so moving on to the main there. Izzy beats Martin Vittori. UD. But uh, you were saying that it wasn't uh, as dominant as uh, it was being scored? Yeah. I mean, I'm not arguing that Izzy didn't win. He did. I just mm -hmm. think uh, I'd be more agreeable with a 49-46. Not so mm -hmm. much a 48-47, but I mean, I feel like one or three, you know, you could have easily given it to Vittori. He got uh, got some takedowns, landed some of his own shots, uh, stifled some of the offense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think uh, I saw the highlights, and I remember that he had a... Uh... Izzy's back there for a bit, and it seemed like he had rear naked, but in the uh, post-fight interview, Izzy said he wasn't in any danger. You know, see if, if, he, if he was fronting or not. A lot of people were like, he didn't even get the body triangle, so maybe Izzy was right. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I haven't rewatched it since, but, you know, Izzy still won. I still absolutely agree with the unanimous decision for Izzy. Mm -hmm. And he, he clowned him, man. I just saw the highlights of uh, him smacking his ass and shit. <laughs> Pretty hilarious. Yeah, yeah. This... Goddamn. Uh, what mean, about uh, the one where Tori was one like... Line. But that hand slap. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was a bit much. Priceless. Uh, <laughs> um, there was also the one where he was hammer fisting his thigh and then he started pretending to cry and then broke down after uh, Vittor broke off him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Goddamn. You guys see that one? Yeah. It's hilarious. Um, moving on to some preview predictions, though. June 19 this weekend. Oh, that, yeah, that's it for our results. Um... I think yeah. I think. Uh, Hold on. What you got, like? Yeah. What about uh, Whitaker and Israel? Because everyone knows that's the fight next. How do you see that one going? It has to be. I know. They can't. They can't screw him like Leon, bro. It's time. Oh, he's a, and even he's even a Izzy champion. wants it. Hmm. Oh, he's the, he's the former champion, right? Three fights, top five opponents every yeah. time. No denying it. I yeah, I think uh, I don't know. It's so tough, man. I don't think either of them are gonna go down. Yeah, but... it's weird because you know Rob. He does have some wrestling there, but he doesn't use it for some reason. But it's there. You know, he yeah. competed in Australia. Uh, I forgot, but he was like top, top elite elite talent in in Australia for wrestling. Just uh, prefers that uh, I guess kind of super darty karate slash kickboxing style that he has. It's super smooth. But, yeah, uh, I, think, I don't know. Yeah, I think the best thing for there. him is to use that wrestling. Maybe not to specifically mm -hmm. try to get takedowns and you know ground and pound and all that. Just to threaten mm -hmm. him with it, right? Because yeah, you know sometimes people go too much to one side or the other. But if you threaten a takedown. Even if you don't do anything with it, with it, there's a difference between taking him down 
and then getting back up yourself, right? Just to, you know, throw your opponent off and use a single takedown effectively versus taking someone down and then immediately he himself gets back up on his own while you're trying to keep him there. Right? Mm-hmm. I think that's the kind of thing Whitaker could do, right? Keep it standing where he feels like he's the best, but also throw in that uh, never, you know, ending expectation that at some point he's going to, he might take me down and maybe I can't get back up right away. Yeah, and that's where uh, KG really shined uh, in their fight because the takedown threat was there, but he used it to his advantage. Uh, unfortunately, he just Izzy kind of like figured it out along the way, and he he picked him apart after that. But uh, yeah, KG was doing it pretty well, you know, mixing it up, and uh, you know the threat of the takedown was there, but uh, it, it it allowed him to open up for the punches and the overhands that uh, he clocked Izzy with, busting him up. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely Izzy's toughest fight. I mean, it's weird for uh, KG. He's either on or he's not, right? Yeah. He's like an anomaly. When he's on, he literally looks like no one can beat him. But when he's not, it's like, what happened to the guy who just fought, you know, five months ago? Mm -hmm. I do wonder, I do wonder if the, uh, if the Izzy fight maybe changed him. I don't know. Who knows? But, uh, I hope, I hope he, uh, finds a groove back again. It just seems yeah. like, uh, who knows if he's motivated. It's, it's not for me to say, obviously, if a fighter is motivated or not. But, uh, with that, uh, what was that? The recent win over, did he have a recent win? I thought he did. Didn't he go to two oh five? No, he didn't, right? No, he lost to Robert Whitaker on a short notice replacement. Oh right, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's because of uh, Paulo. And yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I think because of uh, Paulo again, wasn't it? Keeps replacing fighters that. Yeah, uh... yeah, it was. <laughs> 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 Poor guy, but I mean, he's just, you got to give credit to him, right? He's just trying to get in there, and he's confident. Um, yeah, and... yeah. Before that, there was a decision win to Ian Heinz. That's what I was trying to remember. Yeah, remember. and that's what happens to, you know, some fighters when, you know, they reach the title shot level. You know, it's, it's, it's almost just as bis- uh, difficult as being the champion because your only option is to continue fighting top five, top ten opponents until you get that title shot again versus the champion who's, you know, been fighting top five opponents, right? And not a lot mm-hmm. of people can do what uh, Robert Whitaker did. Yeah, for sure. Good stuff, man. Can't wait for that uh, middleweight title picture to kind of just, you know, we got to see who's next, uh, yeah. but it's definitely Whitaker. After Whitaker, I don't know, but yeah. uh, it's got to be Whitaker. They can't dick him we'll around. figure that out once <laughs> Once we get what we want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, as I was saying, moving on to UFC on ESPN 25. The preview and predictions on here. I'm just going to pull out a couple uh, of the fights there. Ones that we're familiar with. All due respect to the other competitors. Um, but open up, opening up the main card there. Matt Brown coming back. Off the loss to Carlos Condit. 
Gonna be going against the older Lima brother, Mr. Diego Lima. Kind of fights like Douglas, you know, obviously kind of, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, man, uh, this is, uh, this is actually a tough one because both these guys like to strike and uh, both these guys are, I mean, you could say Diego Lima, if there's any time to enter your prime, it's right now. Yeah. And as for Matt Brown, he's obviously the... Uh, Old weathered wolf in this uh, instance. I'm thinking Lima, just because. I mean, I I never like to bet against one of my you know old school favorites, but I mean it, the Carlos Condit fight kind of showed that uh, Matt Brown is still willing to bang. You know, Carlos Condit decided to throw in some wrestling and things like that. You know, get the win. I think maybe Brown comes to bang again and Diego uh, takes it home. Yeah, me too, me too. Uh, I love Brown, but uh, it's just hard to uh, pick him on this one because, yeah, in Lima, he's younger. Uh, this is most athletes of athletic prime, 32. And, uh, yeah, Matt Brown's tough, but uh, he has uh, slowed down a bit. All due respect, and uh, I think Lima will probably just uh, yeah, probably take him to a decision. You know, they'll have a good uh, have a good uh, fight. It'll be a good fight, and that's what's important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you never you never get disappointed by a brown fight. Hmm. Uh, what else there? Let's see here. Oh, Marlon Vera. Oh, Cheeto Vera. Oh, he's facing Davy Grant. Oh my goodness! Here we go. So Cheeto is oh, facing Davy Grant. You remember? Remember me mentioning uh Mr. Grant here? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, he's uh, got danger, that. Davy Dangerous Grant, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's uh actually a submission guy apparently, and he got two knockouts recently. Seems to be. Coming into his own at uh, kind of a late age of 35 there. But, uh, yeah, it seems some people are, there's some rumblings. And they're saying, can he make it to the title? You know, he's got that awkward footwork, some good boxing now. Obviously, the submission skills. And then you got Cheeto Vera. You know, he is a party pooper. You know, he likes to spoil parties. Yeah, yeah, he definitely, he definitely yeah. does. I mean... Uh, the whole world is calling Sean one Malley, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's the biggest party spoil so far. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, how, do you, how do you see it playing out between these guys? Uh, who knows, man? Who knows? I'm, I'm more familiar with Marlon Vera than I am uh, Grant. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the submission record, I have no idea. I'm just going to go with Marlon Vera <laughs> because uh, I'm more familiar with that guy. Uh, he has a habit okay. for And you would be and right, too. You know. Fight with, uh, Aldo, right? His last fight I'm looking at. Yeah, you see, uh, he got, got a little bit of that rub. Uh, yeah. Whenever you're going to fight like a former contender, former champion, there's always that little bit of rub. That you get, you know, from the fight, like, oh, okay, 
This is what the best does. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? And, uh, mm -hmm. like, uh, Marlon Vera is, you know, he's only 28 years old, despite having maybe, what, 10-plus fights in the UFC? So it's not like either of them are... Yeah. I mean, still, yeah. you know, UFC still, Grant yeah. is pretty... 35, I think it says? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah he's, a, I mean, he's pretty uh, advanced. I think I'm going to go with Vera on this one. I think uh, submission right. might be the route for Grant on this one. Yeah. But I think it's Have still taken going down. to Vera. Probably knockout second. Oh, snap. That's spicy. Has, has Davey Dave been uh, finished? Let's see here. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just looking for something. He's exciting. only been submitted himself. <laughs> yeah, no, no, okay, that's okay. good. Um, for me, uh, you know, I, I, I hear what you're saying about... Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just saying maybe he found his hands and he wants to bang and then gets knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That looks like what it's going to uh, in his last two fights. Yeah, um for me I, I know my ratio's been dropping, but I, I can't I can't help it, man. David Grant. Uh he, I like the story. I think I think uh I, I wanna see him uh make that uh Yeah, I, he's still far off obviously, but I I would like to see him advance, you know, squeeze into the rankings. Let's yeah. let's let's see where he goes. You know, Cheeto's got some time, and you know I like new blood, but uh, this is new old blood. So why not? Eh? He doesn't have much as much time as Cheeto. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, why not, man? Why not? I mean, get get yeah. into that picture uh, really quick, and then just uh, try yeah. and take the world by storm. But like uh, Dan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or Dan Henderson. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he will finish Vera. Vera's pretty, you know. He's he's on point. He, he's a he's a tough out. So maybe a decision by uh, uh, Davy Grant. Hoping on it, but uh, the mind okay, does say yeah. Vera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the co-main there. Uh, I'm not as educated on. These two guys, but let's just go for it. Uh, Sergey Spivak and Alexei Olenek. Now, Sergey, he's a lot younger than Alexei. Alexei is like what, 42? Oh, yeah. Sergey is oh, wait, we were just talking 26. About uh, so, Alexei Olenek when he when Derek Lewis yeah, man. Down. <laughs> Good, <Gotcha. laughs> yeah. Listen, no matter how old. Someone like that gets, man. That is yeah, a dangerous man right there. This is you, don't need, uh, you don't need to be lightning fast to choke someone out. <laughs> His name is literally the bone exactly. constrictor. <laughs> that happens slowly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always forget. I always forget he has that name. Oh my god, what a name. Terrifying name. Yeah. Okay, who, what's the name of the guy you're fighting? Boa constrictor? Oh man, don't grapple yeah. with him. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you think I know? Yeah, the polar bear, <laughs> Sergei Spivak. The polar bear? Oh, jeez. So, apparently, this is the forces of nature coming at each <laughs> yeah. other. Uh, let's see there. Yeah, no, I'm not, not too uh, educated on Sergei, but uh, looks like he's got some. Oh, I got TKO by Walsh Harris. Lost it. Decision to Tybura. 
Oh, Juan against Carlos Felipe. And that guy's been popping up. So has Ty Tuvasa. So he's kind of like, you know, he's kind of inching around there at the bottom. at Not at the bottom of the pool, but, you know, he's inching around the pool there. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely seems still, you know, be... picking up a few things together. Yeah, seems to be a guy that, you know, he goes for the finish. Look at that. Five knockouts, six submission, and only one decision. So, uh, will this guy have enough to uh, negate Alexi Olnick, I guess, is the question here. I'm going mean, to go with... Uh, Jesus. I'm going to go with Olenek on this one because... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just uh, going with the veteran on this one. I think uh, this young guy might come in strong and get tied up. You know what? No. No, I'm going to change that one. I'm going to go with knockout. <laughs> I'm thinking on it now. I oh, mean... no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with uh, the young guy. Maybe talent. the youth is just enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah. I mean, he is coming I'm off a TKO victory. At 170, right? Well, like, just look takes what people a few, are doing man. to Damien Just Maya. takes a few. Uh, but yeah. it only takes, yeah, like you were saying, it only takes a few. So I'm going to go with Spivak, yeah. uh, knockout round one. And in terms of, like, momentum, I mean, obviously, Spivak or Spivak or Sergey, he has all the momentum. He's coming off his uh, February win, TKO in the second round. And Alexi, unfortunately, he's going to, might be, you know, third in the row here. Or he has to snap his two loss streak, which were two yeah. TKO uh, losses. You know, tough losses. Yeah, he exactly, uh, he right? took them hard there. So, and even though uh, two fights ago, like we were saying, yeah, yeah. as funny as it is that Derek Lewis tried to take him down, and Derek Lewis tried to take him down, and he couldn't submit <laughs> him. Right while he basically dove in, into your world head first. Mm-hmm. So it's like maybe the game's kind of. Just going a little bit by now at this point. Unfortunately, all due respect. Yeah, uh, look mean, at that record. Like over over 80 matches or something. Like, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, the, the dude's a legend. <laughs> I've, uh, I've, I've remembered him as one of the, you know, earlier major crossovers from, uh, like, the, the general Russian scene. As far as heavyweights go, he was one of the earlier ones for sure. Yeah, he's an OG. You just go yeah, around, I mean, man. It's, it's hard to bet against better, like Matt Brown, right? Mm-hmm. Father Time, right? Mm-hmm. Time catches oh, everyone. Sure. You can't beat him. Yeah, exactly. And it's just it. It's not. To, it's all due respect, you know. He's he's an awesome fighter, but uh, yeah, it's a young man's game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on to the main event there, though. Chan Sung Jung coming back after that uh, loss to Ortega. It's almost, uh, yeah, it's good. Almost a year now. He's going to be coming back against, oh my goodness, Dan Ige. He's coming off oh, that man. awesome uh, KO of uh, Gavin Tucker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is a heavy man. Chan Sung Jung, man, obviously he's he's one of the world's best. Uh, Dan Ige, he's He's coming off uh, some good momentum, you know, even though he lost that decision to Cater. Before that, he's he was winning, you know, split decisions, yeah. but he was winning. And he's here now, and he feels I, like he's hitting a new level. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's what's happening. 
Uh, I was about to say that. I think, uh, you know, Ige tasted the highest level, not only Qatar, but, mm -hmm. uh, or Cater, sorry. And, uh, but he also faced Barbosa before that. Won a unanimous decision. I remember okay, that fight. Yeah. I mean, his, his striking Good early stuff. first three rounds or so is, is fast. It's snappy, right? I mean, I feel like yeah. he's learning. No confidence from his last fight. Uh, I think he just might be too much to deal with. I'm going to guess like a mid-round stoppage. Like round three. Oh, man. Like Dan Ige? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, uh, uh, it is tough, the, man. Uh, Ige train. I like it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. You know, what Ige is to a lot of fans now is probably what Chan Sung Jung was uh, to a lot of us back when he was uh, doing his heydays, right? Like in 2011, yeah. KO and Mark Hominick having that awesome twister. First ever twister submission in the UFC against Leonard Garcia. Yeah. He, he darst Dustin Poirier. Uh, that was a good one. He got Dustin with his own uh, submission. Everyone was saying Dustin loves the darts, and then yeah, uh, Chan Sung didn't darts him. <laughs> he's he's been in some moments in history for sure. I mean, uh, four minutes and fifteen or nine seconds into the fifth round, he got knocked out with like a ridiculous angle elbow that no one would ever guess to throw. And yeah, lately, I've been seeing Mary. Him throwing it. Yeah, yeah, that was a hail mary. God damn. And even he's still yeah, performing, mean, right? He had a awesome, yeah. like, you know, it was a very tough loss to a very, very improved Brian Ortega. But before that, he finished Frankie. He finished Moicano. So he's obviously, yeah, he's he's good. He's the Korean zombie. But uh, yeah, Danny, it might be the era of Danny Gay right now because you know Chan Sung Jung is kind of middle aged there, thirty four now. Uh, he's had his wars, and uh, it just seems like Ige is, you know, reaching that new level. And he's, yeah, he's got that speed, and he's got the power. He's got that it's, perfect balance. It's, uh, like it's a bad uh, years old, right? Perfect balance of experience mm -hmm. and physicality. He's got like at least he's got years left to, you know, just absolutely run Man. his prime, right? He can do anything he wants basically, and he's got so many fights, and uh, a lot at the top level. His last three fights have been at like the highest level almost. So like he's in he's in the mm -hmm. perfect position to make a title run and potentially threaten some guys up there. Maybe not yeah, right now or his next right fight, now. but you know, a few fights from now. Mm -hmm. He's a tough out for anyone basically at this point cuz you know, he's he's got that Brazilian man. If you Brazilian and you a fighter, you you've got that Brazilian <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've got that jujitsu. <laughs> there's a reason why we're they're like one of the leading uh, nations in the world of MMA, at least Western MMA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they were dominating for for a while, and then uh, yeah, the Americans started America. to figure it out, and then and then now the Sambo oh, guys yeah. are just like, hey, everybody, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's the Sambo. Fuck y'all. Yeah. You come in with the Russian music and it's like, we, we are dominating. <laughs> yeah, man. Who knows what it'll be to to take over the MMA world by storm that, that can kind of figure Sambo out. Maybe Sambo is a be-all, end-all. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell. Like... You, you can always learn to punch someone, right? Different footwork, this and that. But it takes, like, 
years to decades to learn how to literally hold someone down so that they're to the point where you can just tell them, <laughs> no, stop, don't do this. Yeah, exactly. You're just talking to them. And still, yeah, I've yet I mean, to see another fighter that handles someone like Khabib. Khabib would grab your, your face yeah, and your chin like, and turn your head and just make you miserable yeah, while he's like, on top of you already. And Mighty Mouse, they, uh, they have some serious grappling, serious wrestling. But even, yeah. even like the best that we've seen ever is just another level from these new Sambo guys moving in. I mean, Khabib, mm. Islam... Right, uh, Amosov is from Russian, or from Russia. Dude, he they're, just they're, uh, dominated the champion. It's just unbelievable what these guys are doing. They're, they're forcing a, a change, right? We mm-hmm. just left uh, uh, an era of strikers, right? Like think of every champion you've seen, right? Figueredo became champion by knocking dudes out. TJ Dillashaw, mm-hmm. Cruz, Garbrandt, go to 145. You have uh, Brian Ortega started striking. You have Max Holloway, who's the best boxer in the UFC. Cater tried to challenge him. I mean, mm. every division for the last five years or so has just been strikers like crazy. And now we're seeing a shift where Russia's like, hey, hey, we figured it out. <laughs> yeah, and Khabib was at the head of the wave. He's already gone. He's like, yeah. oh, now now you guys are dead. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. It's awesome. not just me now. It's, it's every division. <laughs> yeah, they're coming, bro. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. I mean, I, mean, I enjoyed the era of strikers. We had nonstop uh, bleed for a while there. Mm-hmm. Robbie Lawler. Goddamn. Oh, those are good days. Good days. Cowboy. Yeah, man. I remember how fucking yeah. hype I was. You would not believe. I was like 170 belt for Cowboy when he went on yeah. that force streak <laughs> after moving up. Yeah, man. Oh, man. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. It was always hard. He's always so close, just right there. Yeah, when it, when I when he got the 155 shot against RDA and it ended with a body kick, I was like, no, mm. no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> RDA was such a beast back then. Jesus Christ, he was a marauder. Yeah, I remember Literally. seeing him just piece the hell out of uh, Robbie Lawler live. He mm-hmm. set a record. Oh yeah, you got to see that in Winnipeg. In a minute, yeah. Jeez, it must have been awesome to see him just against the cage, like bobbing and weaving, and RDA just yeah, unloading. We actually, we actually saw a bunch of people. We saw RDA versus uh, uh, Lawler. We saw what's it called, uh, Josh Emmett uh, versus Ricardo Lamas. We saw Ponzinibbio actually that night versus uh, Matt Brown. No, not Matt Brown. Uh, who's the crazy guy with the funny nose? The Owen Wilson nose, one seventy. Oh, I don't remember anymore. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Perry. Perry versus Ponzinibbio. Perry. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's we awesome, saw that. Uh, good shit. We actually that's saw Jan. Uh, we saw Jan fight uh, Tajira. And guess who? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. It was Tajira versus Sukhanov. Sorry. Yeah. Who, yeah, who, who would have known that you were watching the, the, the future late heavyweight champion right there? Just yeah. fighting that night on the under undercard, I think, or maybe yeah, at the bottom of the main the, card. The new, uh, yeah, the the first main card fight. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean that, that was that's awesome so awesome. Card. What a story for uh, Jan Blachowicz to be fighting in Winnipeg on some kind of random card and become the UFC light heavyweight champion eventually. 
And you got to see some of his uh, performance live. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't you know, uh, just... him. It was Taishiro. Oh, was it not Yon? No, I made a mistake. Was it was, I just looked at right right now. Was oh, okay. he? Oh, did, I, hold on, let, me, let not... me double check that right now. Did he not I only, that uh, night? looked at the main... I feel like he fought that night. Oh, he fought Jared Cannonier. Oh my goodness, he fought freaking Jared Cannonier coming down to middleweight, dying himself not. down. What year was that? That must have been 2017. That was four years ago. Dude. I totally don't remember that. I mean, we got there Dude, for the prelims. Bro, if someone pointed at Jan Blahovich fighting Jared Cannonier, that massive man, and they told you. <laughs> Oh yeah, Abel Trujillo, he also fought that night? John McDessie, Jordan Main, Yeah, Eric that's Silva. a pretty stacked car, yo. Yeah, Eric I mean, Silva, no man. God damn, when he was still in the UFC. Yeah, that that yeah. kid's an exciting fighter, even though he has a pretty uh, bad record. You know, I mean, we respect. got there, by the time we got in our seats, we were like a fight or two into the prelims. Yeah, dude, what if someone pointed at Jan, Jan Blahovich to you fighting... Massive Jared Cannonier at light heavyweight and told you that's gonna be the former <laughs> UFC light <laughs> or the future UFC light heavyweight champion. What would you tell him? Uh, I don't know, man. I'd be like, do you, do you see who else is fighting tonight? Yeah, I mean, Glover's on the card. <laughs> Glover's oh, on the card oh. fighting uh, fighting Serkinov. At that time, Serkinov was like riding high, right? Yeah. God damn, man. That's good times, though. Yeah, I hope to at least go to one arena event in my lifetime. I had the chance with, uh, I think when Max fought Ortega in Toronto. Uh, oh, man, my, my girl, good. my Yeah, my wife offered to buy, and I was like, it's a gamble, oh, I can't spend money. Bitch. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I should have done it, man. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Hopefully they come back to Toronto. I've been looking. I've been looking. Oh, yeah. As soon as they open that order event. and events, Toronto's probably the first city they're going to go to. Fuck yeah. I'll be waiting. <laughs> you got to be waiting that's at the that's second because you know how fast those tickets are going to sell out? Yeah, I know. I know. Got to just keep looking at the wiki or something. Got all the updates on here on my phone on an app. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, man. So uh, we'll close up this episode of Respect MMA. Good shit, man. Uh, thanks, as always, for... Tuning yep. in, everybody. And uh, yeah, follow the IPG page, you know, at Hespect MMA Pod. This is uh, Hespectful Keith and Throblo. Any final words again? Uh, no. I think I said something about beautifully bleeding last time. I'm going to work that yeah, in. Yeah, that's my outro. <laughs> All right, man. I'll good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Uh, thanks, as always, for uh, chatting, man. Good shit. MMA chill. Yeah, <laughs> Peace. All right, man. Peace. We out. Hey, thank you so much for listening in on today's episode of the Hespect MMA Podcast. If you'd like to connect with me and discuss your own responses over anything MMA related, come follow my Instagram or Twitter at HespectMMAPod. And for those of you listening in via YouTube, remember to hit that like and subscribe button to show some continued love and support. Appreciation to you, and tune on in the next episode. Much Hespect.